0: everyone rebecca here i just wanted to let you all know that the official patreon page for how the fuck did you get so confident is now live we're offering things like early access to episodes video recordings of episodes bonus content and more so head on over to patreon.com slash how the fuck to subscribe thanks for listening welcome to how the fuck did you get so confident My name is Rebecca, and this is the podcast where I interview my friends, peers, and strangers to figure out, well, how the fuck they got to be so confident. In this episode, I chat with actor, comedian, and one of the hosts of the podcast, You Down, Shakira Janae Pei. We talk about taking inventory of your life and determining what's working and what isn't, creating a safe space for yourself, surrendering to the process, and so much more. This is how the fuck did you get so confident with guest Shakira Janae Pei? You look, I mean, you look like, uh, stop uh, it. You uh, look beautiful. Uh, Every you're time. you so beautiful. You I can't even handle it. We met at a party and because we yes. were both like, okay, so this is from my perspective and then you can tell me from your perspective. Okay. Like from across the room, actually it wasn't a room, we were outside, but- yeah, but Shakira, it was a space. It was a space. with It was like the first hang post-COVID. Yes. And I see Shakira from like across the space. And I was like, and she was dressed. Oh, just like looking so good. And I was Thank like, you. I like, I like looked. And then I like looked away. And then I would look again. And then I would look away. And then I was like, <laughs> well, I have to say hi. Because now she probably clocked that I'm being a creep and so then it'd be even creepier if I didn't say anything plus like
1: she looks rad as fuck but then you came over and I was like oh I equally was clocking you and I thought oh look how cool she is oh my gosh look at her fit oh my gosh she's so beautiful and we both
0: had we both had colored hair like I had pink Mm -hmm. hair you had purple hair at the time and so immediately we were like game recognizes game baby immediately yep (laughs) Yep. that
1: part oh I was uh, yes and I love having colored hair. It's so fun. Me it's so Nice too. to meet you. Um, thanks again for doing this podcast. So, it's
0: all about confidence and um mm-hmm. I'm so happy to chat with you. So, usually the first question I ask is what does confidence mean to you?
1: Oh. Um, I feel like confidence means well, I think it's based in self-love mm. and it comes from a place of like Knowing what you bring to the table, feeling good about what you bring to the table, and um, you know, showing up like as your best self, like in this skin, in this shell that is our human body, and like, you know, a lot of it comes from gratitude. But I mean, I'm going too long. This is not this no. Is not this, the is per- this is this grat- <laughs> is this is perfect. This is absolutely okay. perfect. You're not going too long at all. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like those sort of in com- um in compass what confidence like the core to it, like mm-hmm. the pieces that you need to be confident.
0: Yeah. Do you consider yourself a confident person? Yes. Yeah. Have you yeah. always considered yourself a confident no. person? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Not at all.
1: So as a kid were you were you confident? Um so when I was little until about maybe second grade, I was confident. And okay. then it was
0: gone. And then it okay. was gone for years. Where, where are you from? Where did you grow up in from being born to second grade? Where were you? So I was in Baltimore. Okay.
1: And, um, like, I mean, I feel like part of it is my life and how I got, I was confident because I like, I don't know that like things hadn't really started to maybe first grade up until like first grade, Mm -hmm. second grade. I was already losing the confidence that I had Mm -hmm. as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that was because. I just didn't know that I wasn't like that. The world was going to beat me up and like, tell me I'm not mm-hmm. good enough, you know, kind of right. You know, I like almost
0: like a naivete about the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Um, but, I was raised with my mom and my father passed away when I was young and my grandfather always would like overcompensate a little bit. So I'd be like, side, make me some breakfast. And he'd be like, all right, boss. All right, boss. And like, I was the boss. Like yeah. until I got to school and like got kicked out of class. Cause I stood up when the teacher didn't call on me. And I was like, my grandfather said I'm the boss. So I'm the boss. And <laughs> I know I was so, co- I was like, I, excuse me, miss, you're not going to ignore me. I'm going to let you know how I feel and who I am. And she's like, okay, this little girl needs to go to the office. And then by, like, I think third grade, I was getting picked on by, like, I was in a third grade, fourth grade class blend with fourth graders who oh. were a little bit, you know, a little, uh, just slower with their studies. Yeah. And, um, these girls were mean. I mean, and I'm, and I'm from Baltimore, Baltimore, so it can be a little... Little, a lot of um trauma from the history within the community especially the right. black community. So mm-hmm. right. So would you say it was like
0: teachers making you feel less than or other peers making you feel less than or like a comb- a combination of the two that made like knocked your confidence or like what was I, it exactly?
1: I think it was a combination of yeah. the two. I think even down when I think of uh, from family stuff to um peers to teachers to me not even realizing it was happening Mm -hmm. all knocked it so i mean i mean i have even had a conversation with my mom where she was talking about how um how i can be like very a whole like lacking emotion sometimes, mm. and um, I was like, I don't feel that I don't agree with that. I do yeah. feel like that I have created a safe space. Like my brother used to yell at me, I'll make you cry, and he was screaming in my face, and I would cry, and then I would be made fun of for crying, and then I remember I was a very I was I cried all the time as a kid, and it like got knocked out of me because it was mm. like. This is not, like, you should be ashamed. There was a lot of shame around it. So that, I felt that, and not just from family, but also from like, you know, kids on the, you know, playground.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then by the time third grade comes where, you know, these girls are just jerks and calling us ugly and dra- And I'm not like, a, am not as quick with the wit as I wish I was, so mm-hmm. like, little black kids can be quick they got they got comebacks they go like i got dragged for wearing pink sneakers like stupid stuff where i'm like why am i being made fun of and and how did we get here so they not sort of like went inward a lot as a kid so by the time i was in middle school i was still pretty much my same self but i remember you know uh, my mom had lost the house so we were staying with people And i remember i was staying over one of my cousin's house and she like kicked me out of the bed and said i couldn't have any covers and they like would you know decide me and her got an actual physical confrontation because she didn't want me to have chicken tenders and french fries at her house she was like you don't live here this is not yours so like (laughs) yeah me and i like i was like i'm getting a bag of chicken we're fine now yeah when we were young they were very mean and nasty to me over stupid stuff
0: yeah it sounds like it also like losing the house like that's a big thing too it's like yeah it's like um that's gonna that's gonna affect your confidence that's gonna affect you as
1: a person um especially in middle school like yeah knowing that you're living with people and sharing a twin size bed with a girl that you don't even, <laughs> you're not even friends with. but Right, who like doesn't want you to eat her even, chicken tenders. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like that type of, um, that all was very humbling. But it was also like, um, I was being raised very Christian as well. And I feel mm-hmm. like in my mind, I was like, okay, God's here. I'm an unworthy servant. And, you know, so it was all sort of happening to develop, all everything that was developing me, was pushing me inward even right. yeah and I still don't feel like I'm like a crazy extrovert I'm right medium. I'm, I'm ambervert but yeah. I do feel like for a while like I was I lost a lot of confidence yeah and like you said
0: like the middle school year specifically which is already like yeah so hard for everybody because you're going through puberty you like yep. are a little everybody's like little selfish assholes who like yep. do, they like want to they want to like influence the world around them, but they don't know how to do it. And so they're just fucking dicks. And then on top of that, you you're going through all these other things. I'm really interested in this like Christianity aspect too. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you do you still practice that religion
1: or Mm, no, no, I'm a spiritual person now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 But I mean, I feel like you can be of any religion as long as you're not trying to dictate rules or hurt other people with your beliefs, then you're fine. You know, I have no problem with uh, people's beliefs. But for me, I feel like I was very much full of shame and not connecting to God on a real level or spirit or universe or, you know, source, whatever you, you call um, them. But um, I feel like now I'm like in such a, a better mental space, but like, I mean, even with church, like, Oh, we had so much, it was so much mess. Sometimes it was nothing but fun. Right. And like, I I have a lot of friends that I'm still, you know, friends with that I grew up with in church, but like the women of the church, the teens of the church had to go to a meeting called all the reasons why not. And it's all the reasons why not to have sex before marriage. And you just get shamed if you are having sex before marriage and only the teen girls were forced to go, not the boys, not the boys. Not the teen boys, no. Who do, who are the teen boys having sex with, huh? Who are the teen boys having sex with? So like, here I am, filled with guilt, shame, like, you know, and self-loathing in these meetings, lying, cause I'm 16 and I've already probably done the deed. Right. I, I said probably, I did. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. like, so that part was, I feel like uh, all of those years, those developmental years, I, my confidence was barely, it, it just wasn't worked on. It wasn't, I wasn't even aware of how to, and I don't think I even talked about like taking care of yourself or mental health or self-love right. ever growing up. I don't, we didn't have, I don't know. I grew up in- a No, country. me either. We didn't have those conversations. It was like, no. what is mental health? What is self-love? What is, you know, talking about your feelings? I mean, my brother like made fun of me for crying. Like that is where, we how I was raised you know it was a different time yeah did did
0: that makes me interested because as you're speaking to me I relate to like all the things I didn't grow up in a Christian hold so I don't in a Christian household so I don't have necessarily like that I wasn't getting I wasn't getting guilt tripped for it whatever or or which is like a huge thing but what's your relationship with like I know we're jumping around, but with boundaries, like was that something that was taught to you at home? I say this because you're like, I wasn't taught mental health. And I'm like, yeah, me either. I also wasn't taught boundaries, which is like Mm. a new thing I'm discovering. Yeah. Because I, I don't know about you, but I give someone trust. Like you don't have to earn my trust. You get it. And then I'll get, I'll take it back later. If you like disrespect me in some way, because Mm. I was never taught boundaries. What is your relationship around boundaries and, uh, like, how was that cultivated?
1: It has gotten better. Um, yeah. I am a loyal bitch, so mm-hmm. I would be like, let me be loyal to this trash person. Like, even, like, I've had three guys that I've had, like, situationships with. One yeah. was my boyfriend from high Two of Two of my boyfriends from high school. One, like. I came back home for Christmas. It was like, hey, kept trying to meet, kept trying to meet. I'm like, why are you trying to meet with me? And then he's like, I just wanted to apologize to you because I know how I treated you. And you were nothing but kind, but you also just let me treat you that way. And I'm like, yeah, because I had no boundaries. Right. So I'm not respecting myself on a real level where I'm like, you know, and I just never was taught that. So I'm not upset about it. I feel like I've grown and learned from it, but I definitely did not have boundaries for a while even in la i just one dude like just shitty dudes like just ugh. and i'm like god you're just literally letting anybody in your space yeah anybody take your energy and giving and still being kind and loyal because that's what you know to do yes but now yeah now especially in regards to like dating um, Cause I'm still in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so um, fucking much. <laughs> you're like, I got a ring on, honey. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I um, definitely have created healthier boundaries and like, just I feel like people communication is key, like. I struggled with, I still am not great at it, but I'm much better at like saying like, hey, this is how I feel about a thing. Let's see if we can fix it. And if not, we gotta go our separate ways. And I feel like even with friendships that I've lost, like I lost a close friend in COVID and like, I felt like I was trying to communicate. I was like, hey, and she was just like, I'm just gonna cut it off. Like, And I'm like, everybody handles stuff differently. But at at no point was I like, we can't work through this. We're just different people I receive information differently from you. You hear information differently from me. The way we communicate is different. I was raised in Baltimore. You were raised in a whole different place too. Like the way we've been groomed and understand the use of the English language and how we talk to each other might not be as hurtful as we mean. It's just that we don't necessarily, you know, always communicate best and create like safe boundaries before it's too late. Right, I relate to that
0: you saying like this friend situation because I yeah. just lost a friend too. That the same fucking thing, um, and it's yep. like, and it kind of goes hand in hand with you were, when we were talking about like, oh, you're single, and I'm married. It's like I'm still learning. I'm married, and I'm still learning what the fuck a boundary is. Even not, not even with him, because you know he's great and respects all that. But like with friends, with yeah. coworkers, you know, with all of the things. And losing yeah. a friend is painful. People don't talk oh, yeah. enough about, like, no. how painful hey. losing a friend is as opposed to, like, losing a partner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, a romantic relationship.
1: They're close to the same. Uh, because it's not just – it's like we had this intimate friendship. And even if it was – of course it was – not of course. But it was platonic. But it was, like – we, you know, spent hours investing in this friendship and sharing our love with each other and growing. And it seems like, oh, you just lost a female friend, but like females, like we freaking go in, we freaking love our girls. Like we put our hearts in, our, in that in a different way than we put in our, you know, relationships yeah. and they both weigh heavy. Yes. So I feel like yeah people don't respect like losing a friend like how hard it is and how like I mean even there's been times where I've been like, dang I can't believe we're not friends but I
0: know me yeah. too where I'm like, I just want to message this friend yeah. and I'm like, oh wait, we're not friends anymore we're not like friends. it's and sucks. people you' people yeah, it really sucks it's really painful people don't talk about it there's so many yep. like shows and whatever about breakups romantic yeah. breakups, but we don't talk enough about the pain of losing a friendship. Yeah. Um yeah. so I completely relate to what you're saying. Um w- Okay, so you middle school, then we go to high school.
1: What tell me about that experience? Um high school there was a bit of rebuilding. It was a lot more balanced because I went to this um so there are three performing arts schools in baltimore unless they've added them added more high school Mm -hmm. wise that you have to audition to get into it's carver um baltimore school of the arts in the city and that's where like jada pinkett and Mm -hmm. tupac shakur went to Mm -hmm. and then there's patapsco so i got into the lowest of them and at first i was upset about it but it was perfect because it allowed me to shine i was the lead in a ton of plays i got to do the morning announcements i was as nerdy as i am and because like I feel like improv comedians are like, can be so corny sometimes and like yes. have that like wanna, I like remember making up songs on the bus with my, my friends and I found those friends in that space where I was like, oh, we can be just like <laughs> complete, yes. uh, completely ourselves and um, you know, grow here. So I felt like that sort of prepared me. So when I moved to New York and had a similar situation with AMDA, um, I went to American Musical Dramatic Academy. So whole little tiny acting school no oh I know I know of it baby <laughs> yeah. I went to yes. Atlantic also in New York um I love so it. I know that that conservatory life yes Leotard's <laughs> tights and like everybody's yep. trying to it's like fame it really yeah. Yeah. is like a little bit version of that
0: <laughs> wait do you sing too no. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say mu- I heard musical in there and I'm like, "Ugh, maybe she went the musical track, which is oh. very cool, but I did not do that."
1: I went the acting track, but the musical yeah. track was popping. What about yeah. you? Yeah, acting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um so yeah, I feel like in that arena I was able to grow more confidence back, but I sort of didn't understand or I wasn't fully you know, I was still young and I wasn't mm-hmm. fully I'm not even i wasn't even close to where i am now and i feel like there was still like a lack of self-love which also weighed on like being confident in what i had to offer and allowing like i mean even in class i remember my teacher was like um you'll never play an ingenue you are best friend and these are the roles like these are the type of scripts you should look because i pulled a script that was an and the first movie I did that's on Netflix, it's a black ass movie, but I am the female lead. So how you're. dare you, you yeah, know what I mean? Of like, course you are, yeah. But like, I've never, um, I, I just let people talk, like even with my accent, I still have a slight accent and it used to be way thicker. They, My, um, my voice teacher was like, you have a country urban accent and you're not gonna work if you don't get rid of it. And I'm just like, and I'm working, bitch, you know? I know. But I used to, like, now I can look back on those moments and be like, man, they just would drag you because they were the professional. But it, if if I was a, a person who, I'm happy I didn't let it deter me from what I knew was right for me. It did tingle my confidence. It did hurt. But it didn't stop me from moving forward. Like, I've always mm-hmm. been... Moving forward in regards to what I wanted in this this career or life or right. Like, like, I wonder you know.
0: if that's partially because you're also an Earth sign.
1: Yeah, that's and probably- so you don't
0: let you don't let shit get in your way. You're still yep. gonna do the thing, and, but it affects you. But like, mm-hmm. and I'm only speaking as a fellow Earth sign, so
1: like, yes,
0: <laughs> at least that's how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so hard not to let others dictate who you are especially Mm -hmm. when they're in positions of power yes and um like a teacher or a mentor or Mm a fucking the industry as a whole and because you know i relate to that too you can't be this thing because you're this thing yep and it's like and it's like that's not true no and also like I'm an actor. We literally trained to be all of these other things. Like, yes. if you can't look past that, that's on you and your imagination, not on me and my abilities, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, but also I think there's like this, uh, I mean, not not everybody gets older and starts to like realize needs, and you know what I mean? And grows yeah. the same way. But I do feel like even with my age now that I've been able to, grow out of that from that girl that was at you know amda running around new york trying to change herself to fit into everybody's box like now i'm just like oh this is who i am this is what you get i know you know i got a lot to offer and you know i would love to work or collaborate with the right people and i just want good good energy around me so how
0: did you cultivate that like in so you're in New York because I feel the same way I'm like in New York running around yep being a fucking mess Yes, Uh,
1: (laughs) you know it's it's funny because because of course in those years nobody can really tell you anything like you're like I'm I'm figuring I got it and then eventually you're like oh wait do I what's going on what am I doing so I'll say the first big jump for me was one thing that I think was missing when I first got to LA. And because I was you know, I was torn on church, I was still going to church and I just still felt guilty and I was just riding this guilt wagon. I didn't have community. I didn't have community of people doing anything that was positively reinforcing what I wanted out of life. So the first community I happened to get into, I sort of fell into it, was a, a freaking female CrossFit gym. And it was nothing but women being like, come on girl, you got it. Come on, you're so strong. You're so beautiful. You're so healthy. You're so, we got this. Come, like nothing but positive reinforcement on like my my brain, my whole being was like, oh my God, I've never been around women who aren't. And also to be in LA, how everybody's obsessed with being thin. I've never been thin. Like I've been media my whole life and I'm grateful for that. But it's also like, it gets in your head in this industry where you're like, Oh, gotta be thin. Like, that was one thing. I'm always on diets. I'm always doing quick fixes. And with this gym, they were like, let's get strong. Like, look at you being healthy. Like, look at you taking care of yourself. So I was in that gym for about two years. And that was before I even really fell into improv. And that gym ended up dissolving because it's, uh, you know, the Mm -hmm. two, the two owners, the dude who owned it, broke up with the girl who he got it with and oh god one of the gym coaches who was the lead gym coach got into it with the the girl and and they all fell apart i know that's so it was like the gym was like divided and it was it sucked because there it was like an oasis it really was there's no space like that since i'm on class pass and i go to gyms in la all the time and there is no other gym like how that's also a loss like that's a loss of community you know yeah but i was falling into improv and 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 it was like a bunch of fun it was like I was at you know the clubhouse every night and and then I started doing finding time to cultivate that stuff while I'm still working as a server you know four nights a week and paying my bills and then I finally at that gym I got a serving job that helped me get financially stable for the first time in my life like My mom is, you know, she's, I love her, but money has never been her thing. Mm -hmm. So like my relationship with finances and bills, like when I first moved to LA, I lived in a two bedroom with four girls and I had the living room space and they had two and two. So it's like me figuring out like, oh, I got to make money and have work on my health and mental health, which is somehow health usually doesn't owe it like physical health and mental health usually are you got to work very much on both of them separately but you can sometimes find a space like a pink iron where you're doing it together not even realizing it so -hmm. i didn't even realize like how it was really changing my core of like happiness and overall like waking up and being able to like tap into a little more joy than i was tapping in before which also helped i feel like me manifest a better job where i'm making 250 a night as a server Mm -hmm. so now i'm making enough money to pay for my gym i'm able to move into an apartment where i just have one roommate and like you know slowly but surely but this is over years but i did see the difference where and then i got out of the i had to step away from the religion because i mean It wasn't helping me. It wasn't helping Mm -hmm. my relationship with source spirit. It wasn't helping me grow and and work on my mental health. It was doing the opposite. So um, I figured out what was right for me. And it took that even took a few years. But I think the first step was like that community. With the positive reinforcement and then the second step was ucb's community which not necessarily positive reinforcement but i got in it for the fun necessarily not necessarily to just move up the ladder and i think that is sort of how i was able to move up the ladder because i know like some people was like i have to get on herald i have to make it i have to did it and like holding on to it so tightly and i'm like i've been in this industry for like six years now and there's so much rejection already like and also too I'm very self aware I know when I'm ready like there were times mm. where I like I hear people saying like I got to get on Harold I need to be on a character team and I'm like no shade but you're not ready mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen mm-hmm. you I've seen you do indie improv everybody knows when somebody's ready you see it I was at doing um, boot camp and and then sometimes people their timing is right and they have a great audition and then some people can't get that audition right to save their lives so you know I think it's a mix of all that, but I also didn't put all my eggs in that basket. So like I slowly started to create different baskets where I could cultivate joy. And then UC became one of the baskets. But like, even with my team, Obama's other daughters, we never had a house team. Like we had a lot of like people like, why aren't you guys having a house team? Like we had 200 people in our audience in the freaking inner sanctum, you know, like. I'm grateful for that. And I'm like, great. My audience doesn't have to pay because y'all don't want to respect what we bring to the table. And that's fine. I I digress, you know, but you see, you see the bad and then you also see the good. And then you start to have to make choices, like, especially when things, cause it's not always easy. I no. mean, it's, when is it easy? It's, <laughs> I feel yeah. Like, mm, yeah, that part. No. I feel yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah.
0: I really, I really admire this thing that you said that, you kind of it was with religion but I I see it kind of a through line with you is like taking a step back from the things that you're kind of automatically doing and going like is this still serving me
1: or not yes Mm -hmm. and
0: that takes like first awareness right Mm -hmm. and then you have to break a habit at least that's that's how that's how I see it and like Habits are fucking hard. We've created this neural pathway mm-hmm. for, like, for instance, shame. We've talked a little bit about shame.
1: Yeah. I feel
0: shameful because of this. I am shameful because of this. And now all of a sudden we have to create a new neural pathway in our brain mm-hmm. that says, like, I feel worthy. I feel worth." It's like it's hard yeah. to to make that switch. And it takes – it's twofold. Awareness and then okay. making the change. So I think sometimes just, like, like, what you're talking about is taking a step back and being like, is this – helping me cultivate joy or not? Or am I just running on autopilot doing this thing?
1: Yep. Yep. And also too, like, like you said, we create neural pathways, beliefs, are thoughts that we think over and over and over again. And like, if people can't question their beliefs, like even down to like how we were talking about female friendships earlier, after I got into the tiff with my friend, I went to a therapist and I talked out the situation and I'm saying like, where, where am I wrong? How do I work on myself? Because I can't change her, but I can change me. So what if I, what thoughts? She said, I wasn't you know always a good listener. And I was like, if I'm not a good listener, then I hear that. I hear you saying what you think I need to work on as a friend and because I wanna be a better friend, I'm in therapy working on it. Like. Mental health is like going to the gym, like growing and changing and realizing and also being called out on like, hey, this is what you need to work on. It's tough to hear. But if you want to be in like that place of clarity as much as possible, it's like something you got to do. And Mm -hmm. like, it's not always the other person. Sometimes it's you sometimes you have to work on you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like and I feel like you can
0: lose friendships. Because you're evolving as a person too. And it's like, these are no longer serving my highest good Mm -hmm. because I have actually worked on myself and I'm now evolved to not like a better place, like I don't, that's not what I mean at all, but like a higher version of me where these friendships are no longer working for me. But it's still a loss. Like, even if. Even if it's, you know, when people are like, oh, well, he wasn't good for you anyway. Or, oh, well, so that friendship wasn't good for you anyway. It's like, well, yeah, I cerebrally know that. Mm-hmm. But a loss is a loss is a loss. And yep. it's still t- it still is painful and it still mm-hmm. hurts. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's another thing, too, is like when you outgrow yeah people, old thoughts, all those things, it's, it's yep. growing. You still have growing pains, you know?
1: Yeah. And the thing is, too, with people, I'm like. I can take you out close to the well. I can tell you what I'm doing, but I, I can't make you do it. I like, you know, and I get like, it's tough to be like, I feel like shit, but I should probably still meditate. But I feel like, I feel a little less like shit after I do it, you know? And like, I have friends who will be like, yeah, you're you're good at that stuff. And it's like, no, I'm not, I work at it. Yeah. I work at it. Yeah. Yeah, that, That's, that is big.
0: It's like, I, do you it's like do you realize how uncomfortable this is sometimes (laughs) like it is i would much rather not do this but like Mm -hmm. i know it's for my highest good long term yeah but short term it's fucking uncomfortable yeah and but i'm uh, you know and you and i we're you're we're making the uncomfortable choice knowing that it's going to be beneficial for us in the long run
1: that part yes and yeah no no what were you gonna say
0: no i was gonna talk about meditating but finish
1: your thought no, no, we can talk about meditation. Well, I was going to say, like, what do you do
0: on a daily basis? It doesn't have to be daily, but like, what do you mm-hmm. do routinely to help with your mental health? It sounds like meditation is one of them. Um, yes. Do you do a specific type of meditation? And So before the it?
1: yeah, before everything hit, there was this place called Unplugged and I would go do breath work like twice a week. Um, But they closed. So then I was stuck in a pandemic like, OK, let's do it at home. Which was a little tougher, but um, now I sort of wake up. I listen to Abraham Hicks in the morning. She has this um, one that says, it's a good morning. It's a good morning. It's a really good morning. And sometimes I'm like drinking my coffee like, yeah, it's a good morning. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like a a meditation or what is it exactly? It's um, Abraham Hicks. uh, Her real name is Esther Hicks and she channels Abraham and she goes on like – Law of Attraction-y style rampages, but the, the It's a Good Morning one is, like, for anybody. Like, even okay. if you aren't into, like, manifesting and Law of Attraction type with that type of person, her Good Morning one is, it could be a meditation, but she talks a lot, so you listen to it. I like to do okay. stuff while I'm listening, and like, but just center my brain on listening to it and not really, like, the stuff that I'll be doing would be, like, washing the dishes or, like, drinking coffee and just, like, Getting myself or like sometimes you can sit and just listen to, you know, her repeat that and she also has one that says uh it starts with everything is always working out for me. I'm gonna text them to you too. Yes, please. Um, (laughs) everything is always working out for me, everything is working out for me. So like I start with sometimes I get in a rut. That could be like my midday one. And I'll just listen to a whole rampage of her like talking about it's working out, it's gonna work out, it's fine, you know, things like even if I'm not feeling there, I usually get a little closer to it. And then I listen to um, Meditations on Insight Timer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's right now this woman, Sarah Blondin. She has such great, I, I love listening to her. She's poetic. Her voice is like smooth butter. Mm-hmm. And she's just, um, she's just great. She, she has, some of hers can kind of wallow in like the pain of it. But mm-hmm. then she usually gets to like, let it go. Like there's one that I listen to called Surrender. And she's just like, you woke up today holding on, cl- I mean, feeling refreshed and then you clenched right on to the things that, you know, sunk the ship yesterday. She, her, the way she says it is way more poetic than what I just said, but like, you'll be like, oh, she's so right. Surrender to the process. Like, yes, you are co-creating to this life, co-creating and making, you know, manifesting and making it come true or whatever, but also it's a lot out of your control and you gotta chill and you gotta also just be like, okay with not being able to run everything and staying in the present. It's so easy for me to be like future, 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 especially with like, I've been building a lot of things where I'm like, oh, everything's so close. It's so close. I want it. I want it. And it's just like, but what about right now? Enjoy this moment. Enjoy this time, like being in the present. So she's one that I listen to. And they also have a few other people on Insight Timer. It's a free app. Um, so I meditate with that one. I've been getting into grounding, which is just like taking your shoes off and walking around barefoot. Ooh, I'm yeah. gonna, I, that sounds
0: very interesting to me
1: it's crazy that it works. Cause to me, I was like, Oh, didn't I do this as a child? Right, And then now I'll like intentionally do it and like, see how I feel before and after, like try to be like, enjoy it and relax. But I'll like walk around Griffith, um, for like 30 minutes without shoes on. And I usually feel like slightly more elevated. And, um, sometimes after a run it helps my legs and it's supposed to, that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to like, you're supposed to get like, uh, electrolytes or something from the earth like the earth literally will push it through your feet wow you're literally getting medicine from the earth is what grounding is that is incredible yeah
0: i've actually like i've never i've never heard of that which is so- crazy because it's just walking around without shoes on yeah. it's not like <laughs> fucking a big big thing but that sounds it like an incredible thing that i'm definitely going to take that on okay meditation grounding oh you're looking it up
1: yeah Grounding, um, benefits. Where did you hear about grounding? I I have one of my friends who's like, she posts about this type of stuff a lot. But also, mm-hmm. I follow um, a few different pages that are like healthy, blah blah blah. I follow this one page sure. that's like healthy is the new skinny, which is more focused on what that means. Like yeah, health, yeah. Health over you know women trying to starve to to be skinny yes yes um yeah and i'll just send you it i'll just send you yeah, it. A- it's too much to pull up <clears throat> speaking of social media what's mm-hmm. your relationship with it so i can be on it heavy and then i'll be like you know what this isn't making me this isn't fulfilling right now this isn't helping me like uh, this year, my challenge was to read 21 books. And I think I'm at like seven and I was like, you keep not reading because you keep scrolling. Mm. So I'll just delete my Instagram app when I feel like I need to like delete it. I usually trust my gut and sometimes I should delete it before I even delete it. And then I'll redownload it and be back on it. But I feel like everything in moderation but with certain apps it's hard to moderate because they made them so addictive for us yeah and it's nothing but like you're comparing and see noticing lack and anytime Mm. I'm not fighting for my I I don't ever want to fight for my limitations and I don't ever want to be focused on what's lacking because I'm so focused on what I see everybody else has um I don't feel like I have a, a jealous type nature in general so anytime I feel like I don't even feel jealous. I just feel like more like, but woe is me. Mm -mm. I'm so happy for them, but what about me? You know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if I'm ever in that, I'm like, let me delete this shit because you know, it's meant to do that. That's how they make money. They capitalize on our lowest points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's another version of you, like
0: taking inventory, what's working for me, Mm -hmm. what's not working for me, and then doing something to change that. Uh, yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah, m- my relationship with at least Instagram right now is like I post a bunch of shit, but I don't look at anybody's shit, so I don't oh. know what that means about myself. But I, I this is a new thing because usually I, I, you know, I do the scrolling too. But mm-hmm. I'm like, man, eh, I don't really fucking care. I'm just gonna post yeah. a picture of myself.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, because it's like it's a beast, and like you just gotta figure out what works right for yeah. you and how to navigate it. And sometimes looking at people's shit just like gets you pity or
0: yeah, it, 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 I, it
1: wastes time. Sometimes it's like, yeah, why am I wasting
0: this much time on this. Totally, app? totally. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. It's too <sighs> okay. Yeah. What is your? I'm jumping around everywhere because I just your brain is so <laughs> incredible, and I just <laughs> want to learn all about <laughs> <Go>. it. Um, <laughs> I just want to get in it. there. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your relationship with like? Um, when you meet people, I guess this mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with trust a little bit. Is like. When you meet people, do you mm. give them trust immediately? We talked a little bit about this. Do you give them trust immediately, or is that something that people earn from you?
1: Um, Usually slightly earn. Okay. I feel like sometimes I'm like, let's do this. Let's see what happens. Kind of yeah. like I'm right in it. But then sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, sh- sure. Let's see how it goes. I don't know. I, I I'm trying to think. Like I want to be more like
0: that. I want to be more. Yeah. Like you have to earn it, because I'm immediately like, oh, I see the good and like, mm. and then you like meet shitty people in L. A. and you're like, uh, whoops, yeah. like you know, yeah. Or it's like I think everybody has the same intentions that I do, which are like good, but
1: you know what? I that's think, not true. No, that's not true. And not that most people are well-intended like Mm -hmm. way more than we're used to or we like we feel because everybody's like you're trying to get me like Mm. everybody thinks that we're always driving like even in life and even in situations like no when people are on the road they're trash and not nice but like usually outside of those types of situations it's not like a bloodbath of of people trying to hurt other people i think it's like people trying to just get buy and learn and exist the way they exist but I I I don't know I also feel like I'm not like I'm very I can be selective Mm. with like friends and sometimes I can get drawn in like I had a friend draw me in like because she was so much like you're gonna be my best friend right like that type of thing and I was like I don't know yet and it was like so now suddenly I'm like Okay, how do I get out of this situation that I was too w- fast? Yeah, how do do how do you? Ugh, it didn't end well. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, it didn't. It, it, it was too too quick, too soon. It was, it was too, too fast, too soon. too soon. It was too fast, too soon. Like with guys, is easy. You can just like ignore them. It's nice, but. <laughs> You can easily, or like even, I was in New Orleans recently and I was out and I was like dancing on this guy and we were having a good time. And then, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not sleeping with you tonight, sir. Um, but we'll hang out tomorrow. And then tomorrow came and I was like, I don't want to hang out with him anymore. And I was just like, it was so great meeting you. Yeah. Um, I think you're lovely. I'm yeah. not coming out today.
0: Yeah. That was it. Yeah.
1: But I didn't yeah. feel like I owed him anything. But yeah. sometimes when you like make a new friend, and you're like, Yeah, let's do stuff. And then they're like, No, but we were trying to do stuff. And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we did oh. say all of that while we were in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And you actually are trying to like not you want to follow through. And yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um Or you follow about- through and then don't want to continue after that. But they yeah. do. It's tough.
0: And it's another thing about like communicating too, which we Mm -hmm. talked about at the top, which is just like learning how to communicate with different people's communication styles, which isn't always easy. Um, but it is essential. Also, I love that you're like, sir, sir, I'm not coming, I'm not gonna go home with you tonight, sir. (laughs)
1: I'm not, sir, 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 sir. sir. (laughs) I know I was turned up at this club, and I probably you probably thought, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow. She's just having a
0: good time. Leave her be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm very, I can be like, I, I wish I was a little more open because I probably have more friends. But Really? I'm, I wish yeah. I was a
0: little more closed because then I'd have better friends.
1: That part, that part. Because I'm like, you know? the friends that I do have are good friends, but the there are like times where I'm like, oh, I could use an, another friend. Like sometimes yeah. you have friends where you do certain things with and then like if you don't have a friend that you do those things with, it's like that's it yeah yeah i don't are you like good at doing things
0: on your own like you seem like a like oh yeah you're okay 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 yeah
1: i mean i've done anything you can think of that people could do on their own for the most part i've done it like traveled on my own i've been to a concert by myself Mm. um I haven't been to an amusement park by myself. I feel like that would be weird. That would be too long oh, a day. Oh, that's interesting. I've yeah. never thought of doing that, but I,
0: yeah. I would, that's, now I'm like, I wonder what it would be like to ride on a roller coaster with like, you're just, yeah. you're the only one in your row. <laughs> it kind of
1: <laughs> <Like>, seems fun. <laughs> my um uh, friend told me he went, but he was like, he felt like people probably thought he was like, oh child sure. snatcher or something and i was like oh yeah you're a grown man at an amusement park by yourself, by yourself. that is creepy yeah it's creepy. they're not wrong they're not wrong it <laughs> seems weird but yeah. um your intentions
0: are good yes uh, um have you always been have you always been able to just like do things on your own or is that a new thing
1: i feel like it's gotten stronger over the years like there have, times where, there have been times where I've been like, oh, I'm so alone. But then there's also like times where I'm like, I need my personal space and I like my personal space. So, you know, let me let me cultivate a space where I can balance that out, where I have like right now where I don't have a roommate, but I also have friends who live close enough that I can hang out with them. Um, but yeah, I've not even that I've been a. Uh, a solo person I've just been after what I you know want to do yeah and like not letting obstacles like ha- needing other human beings be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so like when I first moved to LA I didn't know anybody except for like two girls from AMDA New York who I wasn't close with and like um no family here um I told you the roommate situation yeah like five of us in this tiny two bedroom saving money and um yeah I I was able to be by myself in that situation and I think too like over the years once I stepped away from like religion hardcore um the relationship with my mom got tough so like for a while I would just like talk to her on the phone for hours and like I was a lot closer to her especially to like growing up I mean Uh, I was like her friend, like Mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. close best friends. We would do like diets together and like just things I shouldn't be doing with my mom, but like, you know, like let's go to the store together and you know, because she ended up being a single mom at like the age that I'm at. Yeah. So I would say that also too, I've been able to, and this isn't like something that's great. It's just something that has happened where I've had a lot of loss. Like, I feel like th- when you have loss at a younger age, you sort of either learn in a negative or positive way to not rely on people as much. Mm. And I feel like mine's has turned into a, a more positive way. Not that I, I don't love people. I love people I like having good friendships, but like like the grandfather who spoiled me, like passed away when I'm like 16, my father passed away. One of my close aunts who helped my mom, while, well helped give me like a place, cause I use her address to stay in the same school system. She passed, like people, people die. So you gotta learn how to live without them. And like, for me, and also too, with like losing my dad, my mom and my brother are like here and I'm always told I'm more like him. So like the person who was my person, was not there so i didn't i never was very much like as clingy on anyone and not even clean i don't even like the word clingy i just never felt like i needed to have Mm -hmm. a ton of people so that's why also i do better with like a few close friends Mm -hmm. like good good quality close friends are like my jam because Mm -hmm. that's sort of what i kind of was raised to accept and um you know, and also deal with like, you know, how do you, how do you live? Death is a plight for the living. So like everybody who's died, it's only affected us. I think we're in a great place and thriving in the spirit world. Like I, I think, I don't think, I'm not even scared of death. I don't want it anytime soon, but I don't think it's like painful. I think it's like, you know, energy, nothing yeah. but good energy.
0: Yeah, I'm not, not—I'm not af- at least today, I'm not afraid <laughs> of dying. I'm afraid of other people dying. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't experienced very many losses, but the ones that I have have been so painful that that's mm-hmm. what I'm afraid of. Like you yeah. said, the ones that are, the people that are left here, are yeah. uh, like, that is so scary to me. That's much scarier than me dying. Yeah. Um, it's
1: painful yeah. to lose people when you're like you know, still figuring out, I mean, everybody's lost different people, but I, I think, and also too losing my dad shaped how I was raised where right. my mom now loses, you know, the house and she's single and has to get a job and wasn't working before. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that like all sort of shaped how I'm able to go to a concert by myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like move to a city where I only know two people, but barely, yeah. you know, that type yeah. of. That's just sort of been my engine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do want to start, like... Doing that thing that everybody talks about from the artist's way—that book where it's like take yourself oh, on yeah. artist dates. I yeah. do want to start doing that, taking myself on artist dates by myself. I think that that would be beneficial to me. Um, I don't know if you read that book or know that book or.
1: Whatever. I've read. I should have finished it. I have the book. I've I have the book like too. Enough of it. I read a few chapters, and I was supposed to do it with like a group, and yeah. And then of I of was course. <laughs> me too.
0: Me fucking but, too. Uh,
1: I but love like, artist eh, I don't dates. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. And you never know. Like, I feel like anytime I've traveled, like even when I did, I I went to the concert by myself, the girl next to me also purchased a ticket by herself. And we were like, let's go to the bathroom together. Like, let's get drinks together. And now I'm making, you know, a one moment style friendship could have been a lifetime style friendship, but we were really there for, for the music Mm -hmm. and the vibes. But we ended up, being each other's friends in that Mm -hmm. moment. And then when I've traveled, like I've stayed in like hostels sometimes and I've met people and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll go to museums and walk around all day with them. And then sometimes I'll walk around all day by myself in a city and learn and grow and really have time to sit with my thoughts. I think people don't like it or know how to sit with their thoughts. And I think that's also a practice. Like being able to sit in your own mind, just existing and taking, you know what I mean? And like not beating yourself up or like hurting yourself like for me sometimes like today i walked home from the gym and it's a 25 minute walk and i just had my headphones off and just walked and i was looking at palm trees and eventually i just put my phone in my fanny pack and just was like like Mm. really like thank you like there are times where you'll be like all these things and just like thank you because I woke up today. I'm here. I'm here. I'm alive. Like really taking that thought in like, wow, I get another chance to do this. And there's no completion. Like everybody's always running. That's also a Mm. way to keep myself in the present is reminding myself, like you're always going to want the next thing. So why don't you stay present and let the next thing happen. And then the next thing after that happen, instead of being like, I got to have the end result, because then after you get the end result, you're going to want the next result. Like, it's never done it's mm-hmm. always moving and always more and more and more so like why stress about more 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 when you can be like well i'm here and i'm doing my best i'm grateful i'm grateful because it's sunny and beautiful and the weather's fantastic and mm-hmm. i live in like this city that i mean ugh, i know
0: you know you're so right you're absolutely right yeah. um i'm gonna recap all the notes i've taken okay. on shakira's tips for confidence i always do this every episode um and tell me if i correct me if i'm wrong in any way i don't want to like mess up your intentions oh. or i should ask is there anything you want to add before i go and recap i've talked so much okay okay <laughs> let me recap let me recap <laughs> okay self-love knowing what you bring to the table and feeling good about it gratitude create a safe space for yourself communication creating healthy boundaries find where you feel you belong don't let others tell you who you are. Find a positive community that reinforces what you want in life. Find a physical practice that brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Um, take inventory. Take a step back and evaluate if things are working or if you need to make a change. Find the fun in your life. Cultivate mm-hmm. self-awareness. Create different baskets to cultivate joy instead of putting all of your eggs in one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't change them, but you can change you. Meditation, insight timer, breath work, mm-hmm. Abraham Hicks, the good morning one specifically. Uh, surrender to the process, which I'm obsessed oh. with that. Yes. Cultivate presence, grounding work, sit with your thoughts. Remember, it's never done. So stay in the moment. Thank you, which is just being thankful for the universe yeah. and everything that it has to offer us.
1: I mean, Is there anything you want to add or change? That sounds pretty much it. I would say that, um, treating mental, working on happiness and joy, like going to the gym. Okay. It's a practice. Yes. It's, it's same. It, it you need to put the same amount of work into it and like, except some days aren't going to be peachy, uh, but such is life you're working mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And don't try not to beat yourself up so much Yeah, about it. you and don't know? beat
1: yourself up. Yes, I mean, I was you really took great notes. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking just, it back. Wow. It's just
0: your brain. This is just things you said out loud. Um thank you so much for giving me your time. I I okay. I know you're, you're a busy woman with lots to do. So I appreciate you taking an hour of your time
1: to I talk I appreciate you asking
0: me. I was so excited to do this. Thanks for listening to this episode of How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And you can also head over to patreon.com slash howthefuck for bonus episodes, video content, and more.
1: Thanks again.